seeing somebody perfectly from the side is seeing them in profile. Oh, yes, yes, yes. No, that's awful. Also, part. you couldn't have cut out more of that? I actually listened this week. Oh, you couldn't have cut out more of that? You couldn't have cut out more of that? Oh, uh, well, you see, Mark, I was like, well, he's not going to listen to it. You couldn't have cut out more of that. <laughs> I'm just keeping you on your toes. You never know if I'm going to listen oh, or not. Oh, man. The jig is up. Oh, man. I Oh, wow. So here, oh, i got to be careful what I put in this week's episode. My goodness. What's up, Hero fans? My name is Luke, and I am here to welcome you to Hero Notes, the My Hero Academia recap podcast. The podcast that aims to go beyond and recap all the chapters from the My Hero Academia manga by Kohei Horikoshi. And on this week's episode, we are continuing our coverage of Volume 10. And in the two chapters this week, we see that the Bakugo Rescue Squad are getting all undercover. A little bit of 007, uh, the, the Spy Who Shagged Me, and, and Quantum of Solace, and all those great movies. And they've got some incognito get-ups, you know? But one man who doesn't need to be incognito uh, to be my hero is my friend and co-host extraordinaire, Batman Beyond Mark. Hello. Do you, do you like, I kind of mix some do- James Bond with some s- spy stuff, you know. Austin I, I, Powers. Oh, yeah. You're my, the you're... name you're looking for is Austin Powers. But yes, we are here, as usual, to bring you two chapters from, you know, My Hero Academia. Blah, blah, blah. You know the routine. You're going to edit this part because I will be listening. Oh, you will be listening, Marl. I will be checking... I will be checking your work. It's going to be a five-minute episode then, Mark. Let's just be honest. I, I'm going to have to cut out all the fun bits. Professor Professor Mark's on the case. Uh, but we've got no housekeeping uh, for the listeners this evening. Uh, because the house is clean, Mark. You know, we did such a good job recently. And, you know, there's no, usually our only housekeeping is there's new volumes coming out. And that's not until... Do we have any coming out in October? I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think October is a My Hero Academia free month. Oh, uh, wow. I think September is the that is correct. Is the thing you're waiting for, you're looking for here. it is August. Because I believe we September. do actually have stuff coming out in October. I think we have a, yeah, I think we actually have a ton of stuff coming out. What am I saying? We have a ton of stuff coming out in October, but September is pretty barren from what I remember correctly. Except for me, Mark, because... As you know, I get all my volumes late, so I'll be getting volume 20 in September. It's going to be great. Oh, I thought you were still waiting on 18. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I got 18. Uh, I got 18 and 19. 19 just came in there, uh, I think, at the start of this month. So uh, 20 and the first volume of Smash are right around the corner for little old me. I, I can't wait. But for everybody else, you got to wait till October for some new My Hero Academia content. And also Season 4 is just right around the corner as well, Mark. So uh, it's going to be... A lot of superhero shows starting in October of this year. Oh, really? That's when, all the, that's when all the CW stuff starts. Oh, really? Like that, yeah. Is that so like that? I believe, I believe we start on the Sunday, the 6th, 
with uh, the premiere of Batwoman. Ooh. And then, you know, from after that, all the other shows start. And I do know uh, there's a second season of Titans coming soon, or is that, like, still in the pipeline? Um, uh, no, it's in produ- it's in production. They pr- okay. They're probably even filming at this point. Okay. Uh, but I wanted to say that was early 2020, early but I could be wrong with that. Well, we're not we're not a, a superhero t- TV show podcast. I've not kept up very much with like the scheduling stuff for some of that stuff. All I know okay. is that this week, season three of Young Justice ends, Ooh. and uh, we already have confirmation for season four. So I'm that happy. Is very nice. I'm still I'm only like halfway through the first half of the first part of season three. So I've still if got I have a ways to, to give go. any part of a review for the season. Like a, anything to say going into it if you've never watched the show before, hmm. and then we'll get back here myself. Is that uh because so with with production like I can pretty much tell you that My Hero Academia, when the previous you know season three ended, they were already working on season four. Yes, like production for animated shows is is almost completely seamless. There might be depending on the studio. Uh, a time where they they have a week off to do like mask like cleanings of stuff, depending on how they they handle the stuff. Uh, they may even have um, there are some studios who uh, oh I'm trying to, I can't think of them off the top of my head that um, every couple of years they'll just take a a month off to get everybody like recharged. Recuperate. But it, it's 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 basically um, you know constant production. When a show moves to a new you know like uh studio hmm. like a new uh, animation studio or in this case has a completely different studio because there were six years of between the seasons um the first couple episodes can can be a, a bit rough okay. from an animation perspective while they get uh, into their groove it, it's 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 while they're getting into the groove whether they're understanding the characters mm-hmm. um you can see it in a lot in a lot of things the reasons why a pilot for instance might like a, when a show is starting out you know uh, brand new is because of how much work goes into a pilot. Because mm-hmm. um, the pilot typically needs to be, is, is typically, not always, sometimes the show is, you know, greenlit on the script, but, um, and they, they'll still have a pilot. But uh, if it's an animated show that had a pilot, um, and the pilot is incorporated into the season, not like, uh, uh, for instance, Adventure Time and Steven Universe, they had, a, they had a pilot thing, but a lot of things changed between it. Okay. It, it's a show pilot animated or otherwise, um, they are going to spend so much attention to detail on that, and it probably went through three or four animation versions just so they had everything very fluid. And then because people have or, you know, that level of comfort with the characters, they can just move, you know, that, that plays out. With this, they got into it. The first three episodes, I will say, the animation can be pretty rough, especially with the eyes. Okay. But it, it gets better, and by, the, by before the halfway point of the season, it is, it's fine. I would say that that scenario is not unlike uh, to to tie it all back to manga, Mark. Uh, not unlike you know the the first chapter of uh, Shonen Jump uh, new release, and then you know the 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 creative team spends a lot, or even just the mangaka spends a lot of time working on that first chapter, and then they get a uh, you know green lit for weekly publication, and then they realize they have a lot less time to produce the same. Well. As a smaller page count because the first page or the first chapter is usually that longer amount but it's, uh, they have a lot less time to do produce that same quality if you know what i mean it's a it's a similar concept yes 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 uh, uh, but back to my hero academia stuff back to my well and i would recommend to all our listeners to go watch young justice as well because that's a great show mark even though i've already it's seen fantastic half don't, of the don't third season. i was gonna say uh 
go support the official release. Yes, um, of course. If you're not in the U.S., Netflix. Or if you're in the U.S., it's the, the DC Universe app. DC, from which, from all accounts, you do enjoy. Uh, I do enjoy. Um, and now that it's not as buggy and doesn't crash on me all the time, which let me tell you is super annoying. When just it's like, oh, great. My device just, uh, I can no, I now have to use the home button to completely close out of the app, oh restart boy. my device so I can actually use the app again. That was a very annoying bug for a couple months. A couple that of bug months. has been dealt oh with. Boy. That oh bug boy. has been dealt with. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's pretty good. That's pretty I good. I recommend Doom Patrol. Uh, yeah, oh, Doom Patrol, yes, yes. But I, from what I've heard, I guess that good. is hero related. Well, let's let's get back on the hero train. Uh, you know, oh, fully. you don't get to take the high road. As this is my, as I had two times trying to get us back. <laughs> wow, Mark just keeps on bringing this us off me topic. Just like giving you a justification, and you, you don't get to take the high I road see. here. I'm gonna cut that bit out, so then they will never know, Mark. Yeah, Waha. sure. Uh, don't make me get. Don't make me give you a scathing review. <laughs> Oh no! Well, at least somebody would give us a review at the end. Actually, we have received a couple of reviews, Mark. We should really point that out in one of our episodes that we have. To anyone who has written a review, uh, thank you very much. Uh, we do yes, appreciate thanks. it, uh, and I'm sure we we should get around to reading them live on air someday. But we shouldn't because we've already uh, done a lot of rambling already. We should get we've, on. We've done a lot it. of stuff that Luke will be completely editing it out. Uh, oh, so boy. for this week, we have a. Uh, Two more setup chapters for everybody. That is correct, and we're going to hop on into them right now. Starting with My Hero Academia Chapter 85. Nothing but fools. That's what me and you are, Mark, every week recording this podcast. Well, me at least. You're you're very you're quite intellectual, from what I've heard. Written and drawn by Kohei Horikoshi, and it was first published in Weekly Shonen Jump, issue 18, way, way back in 2016. And Mark... We open actually with a flashback. Somebody stepped on the flashback boat. With, with a see. with a flashback that we know is a flashback because a what's happening and uh, b the the black you know in between borders uh, of the panels. But yes. uh, unlike every other, almost every other time we've had a, like a a like a starting with a flashback or a jump back in time, this one's not like noted as that, which is kind Correct. of yeah. confusing. Yeah, because I suppose it's really kind of... is so good at noting that, and I'm not saying I actually have a problem with this, because mm. I think it works, but it's just like, so so this is the time that you don't point it out? Like, you, you've, yeah. you've made such a habit of doing it in the past that now that you haven't, it bothers me. Yeah, it definitely stands out, especially because if you consider uh, reading this now, you know, obviously we're taking the week break, but if you're reading this in volume format, uh, which, as it comes in the volume, like, you know, apart from that page break, you're jumping from League of Villains and Bakugo straight into a flashback and not even a, a, a note that it is a flashback. So you're right, that is a bit of a a, a jump, I suppose. Uh, but we are with Midoriya in the hospital, having the chats on his mobile. Uh, is this a new mobile, Mark? Because, you know, he, him and Midoriya uh, I guess mobiles. It would have, I guess it would have to be because his was kind of, his was damaged because yeah. it conveniently fell out of his pocket there. You know, deeper pockets. not... I, well, I, I mean, you know, I say that, but I'm I'm thinking back to like when he fought Stan, and like I guess the phone could have been in one of the pouches uh, on on his on his belt, but he he fell good. enough, and the phone was still fine. Mm. Um, and it, it was behind his back, so he must have been storing it there. Whereas here, it's just oh, it just drops on the rocks and breaks, and I'm just like, mm, there's a thing wrong here. And uh, 
But that's that was then. This is now. He's talking to his mom, who is really not thrilled with the idea of him going back to the UA. Yeah, which is, you know, surprise, surprise, I suppose. Uh, also, we should notice note that it is day out, and they make a point of showing us that it is currently day out after he has gotten his casts off. Correct. And he has eaten some of his uh, melon uh, pieces, or fruit pieces, it looks like, as well. Which Yeah, uh, I can't tell if that's the stuff that he had from earlier, or if he ate the melon, or if they took the melon with them. Oh, I'm not entirely yes. sure. Well, uh, Mineta was very proud of that melon, so maybe he did take it home with I, him. Who knows? What I do know is that next page, uh, we, we go back to present time, as they're all walking, super serious. Oh, man, and the squad. Ida, and Ida's like, I'm sorry I punched you. And everybody's like, just think. Please the, don't call know, the police and have me arrested. Thanks, Midoriya. And please don't press charges. And then everybody else is pretty much just like, like your reason, Ida, seriously, your reason for coming with us is really, like, it's not great. And he's like, you know, because, you know, I disagree with you guys. That's the exact reason I have to do this to make sure if you guys try to get in a fight, I'm going to pull you out. And that I, doesn't and I make sense. At, and I laugh at that being like, Pfft. You couldn't pull them all out. Well, he's got his super like, you speed. Couldn't, you, yeah, yeah. The only one that he could like, the, conceivably do this to is uh, Kaminari. Or Kirishima. Or, yeah, sorry, Kirishima. Yes. Yeah, Rose could just make something, which we've seen her do before when she's grabbed, just make something to, to force them to let go. Um, Midoriya is too strong for him. And I don't feel like I need to explain why fire would be bad for him. Well, let's be or honest. Let's be honest, Mark. Uh, he's not going to need to grab Yaoi Rozu because she's got a bit of sense in that noggin of hers. So really, the only the the, the problem children are Midoriya. Uh, oh, you got me saying Kaminari now. Uh, Kirishima and Todoroki. Uh, and yeah, he's not going to be able to grab them all, but he might be able to grab one of them, and that might just be enough to stop at least one of them from doing grievous grievous harm to themselves or to others with their quirks uh, so i can i can see his point at least of being like the watchman as he says here which which is funny because we get another panel that if you i know anytime somebody mentions a watchman or a watchman or anything like that it was like is that a reference to the graphic novel oh my goodness but, but here it almost feels like it because he's like uh, like I, i'm gonna monitor you as a watchman and, and you know i think it's supposed to be uh uh Midori? Kirishima? Yeah, oh yeah, no. Kirishima. Kirishima He's like, yeah. like, isn't it Watchmen? Um, <laughs> and then, uh, I just, I just like an entire page of like, basically just very, it, it really does, because of the comic book influence here, like, a just very weird, subtle reference to Watchmen. I don't know, Mark, I've not seen any big blue naked dudes flying around any, anywhere here in this chapter, so I'm not really, I'm not convinced, you know, uh, there are other aspects to that story. There's a guy with you could a mask. Just find, you, could just, you could just find a random button just embedded into the wall of your cave. Oh, no. Oh, no. And please. Then, please. And then just have it go absolutely nowhere. Oh, no. Oh, Mark. Oh, no. Why did you have to bring it up? Oh, my goodness. Um, and then Yaya Rosu, uh, and this is something I found interesting. So pretty much she pulls out another device that seems to be a significantly better device. Um, this is an upgraded Nokia, Mark. Wow. Yeah. Well, no, this isn't even Nokia. This this looks more like a an this actual is a, like this is a tracking device. device. This is yes. a tracking device. Um, and, and I find it interesting because basically they're able to use it to, to find out exactly where um, they're, that, you know, it's in communal ward. Um, it's just it's just like, wow, so this one is a lot better than the one you gave the police. 
Well, she had more time to, uh, you know, make this doohickey extra extra good, I suppose. I don't know. I, although, you, you think that they would be giving that one to the police. I, hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so, and then they, they get on a, a train to go there, and they're eating their, they're eating their, uh, bento boxes, and their, their rice balls, and stuff like that. Oh, you mean their jam donuts, Mark? Uh, <laughs> jelly donuts. Jelly donuts, oh my yeah. goodness. Jelly donuts, and even as a child, watching that, like, as it came on TV in Pokemon, I was extremely confused. Oh, Brock. Like, oh, Brock. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Like, j- jelly, jelly, what? Where did it all go wrong? The frying pan into a drying pan. It, it went. It went wrong with four kids. Oh, aren't you a big fan of One Piece? Except, except, not really. No. <laughs> except with their 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 voice casting for Pokemon, absolutely fantastic voice cast for the original Pokemon. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, I and do, I do like if they brush. did Digimon, Digimon as well. But I'm not sure if they did Digimon or not. Yeah, I'm no expert. I don't think they did. But they're they on a train anyway, Mark, and they're having their point is they're on a train and they're they're talking about um like Midori's asking like did you guys tell anybody else and they're like yeah we kind of told the entire class and they kind of I love this like yeah and then they wasted time trying to stop us from <laughs> Shota it was like pretty much everybody else was like uh no but nobody the, the f- thing I find interesting that uh will eventually have repercussions for the class that never actually manifest later Uh-oh. like the repercussions that they talk about but then they never actually manifest. Well, that uh, that's never fact, happened the, before in this in this story, Mark. It's the, is the fact that um uh no none of them actually did anything to stop it. No, they, yeah, they had some strong words, but they didn't actually. They, they had some strong words, but none of they they had plenty of time to be like. Hey, I'm yeah, you, like, yeah, like to, to even just go to the school and then talk to some of the faculty in person, like so that you didn't have any but like a scene being caused. Well, Mark, you do know that snitches get stitches, so you know that's the way it rolls in one A, I suppose. My goodness. No, not in one A. No. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I feel like that's not like how heroes work. That's how the villains work. Um, nobody wants stitches, okay? Unless you're Dabby, that's his style. Those are staples. Oh, you got uh, me. You got me. Uh, the, the point here comes when uh, um, Shoto is pretty much like like he 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 basically concedes a point to the rest of his class. He's like, I need to say this much. What we're doing is incredibly selfish. Like, and it won't be accepted by anybody, even Bakugo. Like, this is what we're doing is really stupid. And you know. No shame if you turn back now. Like, it is incredibly stupid what we're about to do. And, and Kirishima is just basically like, uh, screw that. Like, you know, like, um, no, we're not leaving There's no friend. way he's backing down at this stage. Yeah. There's no way anybody's backing down. And then Midori starts saying the word I, and then he has a flashback. And oh, then he, triggered his he flashback starts saying one. I. So, so here is how, we'll go into what he's thinking in a moment. Here's how, what he says. I, there's no turning back now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, yeah, when you put it like that, and then everyone's like, "Well, okay, Midori, that's not really how Cause, you cause, use cause, sentence." Because it goes from because it goes from him saying out loud, "I ellipses," then thinking back to his mom, like, "Mom, I, uh, I was given uh, all of this by All Might. Uh, he saw potential in me. Um, so there's dot, no dot, turning dot. back now, and, and all that flows really well as far as you know." Us, the like, reader. Well, us, the reader. But from the ca- characters, like, like you know, their perspective had been like, I, there's no turning back now. At which point, <laughs> like, I like how all the characters then look concerned, and I'm just like, 
are are they concerned about Midoriya's brain damage? Yeah, is like, we should have left him in the hospital. This like, like that, like that is like that is what's out of everybody's face. Is like maybe we need to like not bring him with because of the clear concussion. I think Midoriya, you should probably sit this one out. Just stay on the train, Midoriya. We'll take it from here. It's okay. Yes. You, you can't um, so then they're in Camino Ward, which uh, is not a great place from what we see. Um, it kind of reminded me of like a, a sleazy Vegas. Okay, yeah. And it uh, is nighttime as well. So, you it know, is nighttime. All sorts of characters. And, uh, and they're, they're, you know, especially Kirishima's like gung-ho to like, let's go find this. And I yet, love this panel. I love this panel a bit. It, it's funny. And she's like, <laughs> oh, hold on a sec. Like, and she looks, like, she's no. like the angry mother of this school trip that she didn't want to go on. Uh, that uh, she decided to go on anyways. That she decided um, to go but on. But anyway. she's pretty much like, like, no, we cannot just go around looking like this. Like, uh, you know, the villains know who we are. At which point Midoriya just like holds his hands up and an X across his face. She's like, that's right. We gotta be all convert, and I'm like, nothing has made you stand out more than like holding up your horribly bandaged arms, and this just proves to me that yeah, he got he still needs, there's some, yeah, something needs, wrong up there. He still should be in the hospital, oh, and um, uh, <laughs> there is some some nurse who is in a lot of trouble for not giving him a concussion test. <laughs> like there's like. Like, they, there is somebody who is in trouble. They checked his arms, that, but they that didn't doctor, check his brain. That doctor, that doctor, besides the fact that that might not be his specialty, was far too competent to uh, to to be the one responsible for not to giving him sign, this. Sign him off on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, no. My guess is he looked at the, like, he, he would look at the chart and it'd be like, not even bring it up because he would scan and be like, oh, there's nothing wrong with his head. Why Why would I give him, you know, a concussion test? Clearly, they've already taken care of such things. Um Clearly not. Clearly not. Oh boy. Oh boy, indeed. Uh, but you know, as they're all, uh, as he's going into stealth mode, and Ida points out that that is not, you know, very useful. Uh, Yaoyurozu suggests another thing, uh, as she points out, uh, a cheap secondhand clothes store kind of thing. This is called uh, yep. uh, Everything's Crazy Cheap at. Don Quixote uh, store, which uh, from, what, Quixote. from what I've seen, this is this like a brand of shops that they have around Japan, which yes. are like kind of like a, a discount. Which store. means, however, this timeline, you know, happened. Mm. This this store was still created, and it serves the same exact function as in our world. Maybe so, they're very popular, and they've lasted through time. Once again, the timeline is confusing. Oh boy, isn't it always? Uh, uh, and then Midori comes out, and he's acting like like a punk and, and the craziest thing here is that i'm just like did did they cut off some of his hair and then glue it to his chin to be a goatee like or That's did dedication. they just sell fake goatees of his exact hair color like like there i'm there i have so many questions uh, it's a future mark yeah they've got fake goatees for every situ- situation you can imagine uh, i i believe uh but yeah these uh these incognito uh, costumes, Mark, are something else. We've got Midori here looking like a gangster. Uh, Todoroki uh, looking very handsome with his like pretty boy haircut. Yaoyorozu is just like, you know, dressed as if... Uh, Yaoyorozu and Ida have kind of like... The, the, they're trying really hard to look older than they are. Uh, and uh, Todoroki is just kind of doing the whole pretty boy look. And then Kirishima and Midori just kind of look like a bunch of punks. 
Uh, I suppose Kirishima, apart from like the, the the horns, I think that he like he got the horns to show like a fake quirk, but that kind of just looks like something he would normally wear anyway. So like the rest of them are kind of in costumes, whereas Kirishima is just wearing kind of like his usual outfit, I suppose. But uh, he is, and we do get little name tags just in case we don't recognize him, which I thought was a nice touch. And the, especially with Todoroki, that name tag will continue on into the chapter. Uh, every time he shows up on a panel, they will have his name tag there, just in case you're like, who is this guy standing with all of the rest of the kids? Yeah, with, with just the metal him. sticking out of his head, and I'm just like, this is a fashion. <laughs> this this is a fashion. It's the future. This is a Mark. fashion statement. It's the future. It, it's, I'm so confused. What did they buy in there that was that? I just want to know because we very immediately find out. Well, besides the fact that Yaya Rosie paid for all this because she is rich. Yeah. Um, I wonder what their budget was. Uh, apparently, she created nothing. Yes. Uh, yes. Of this stuff, and as such, um. That means that they bought this thing. The the whole the, the whole wardrobe has been purchased, uh, and Todoroki is quick to point out, you know, with with, with Yaoyoroji's quirk, why didn't she just make all this stuff for free? That would have been handy, right? And then Yaoyoroji gets all flustered, and she's talking about how it wouldn't be, you know, fair and right and just for the economy if uh, she was to abuse if one citizen was to abuse her power as such. Uh, the economy, Mark, uh, and it's all very amusing. And then Kirishima points out that the rich girl probably just wanted to go into like the the this cheap secondhand store, so uh, to just see what it was like. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was also good. Uh, so yeah, but uh, everybody gets interrupted by this because uh, somebody in the background uh, is saying, "Oh, yeah. it's UA." And yeah, a guy with a, a guy with like both arms covered in like tribal tattoos. Sick tattoos. Who looks like a biker? Who looks like? Let me just say, like an American biker. I got you know, yeah, like he's, he's, he's Orange County choppers guy over here. My goodness, he's about to be throwing some chairs in a minute. My goodness. Um, and 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 then and they realize they're not talking about them. They're talking about up on the this big jumbotron, and we see uh, a press conference where um, uh, the you know. It, they're now, you know, uh, pretty much airing a segment of the, you know, UA apologizing. Mm. Um, and uh, the three people who are being, you know, uh, are talking and representing UA are Vlad King, uh, I almost said present Mike, um, uh, Eraserhead, and Principal Nezu. A very tiny, like, he seems very small, Principal Nezu. I know he's small, but, like, he looks minuscule in that part. Maybe it's just me. I, I suppose he's he's already been a small dude, but he looks really tiny there. They had to get a smaller mic for him, I imagine, or at least adjust it. Uh, but yes, uh, adjust it. I don't know why they would need a smaller mic. It's a microphone. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you got me there. You, you, you think you know with the with the audio experience I would have in making podcasts, uh, I would know about things like that. But alas, not the case, Mark. But uh, we do. Oh boy, we just get a lot of text bubbles here, Mark. So I think I'll give this to you because you you can handle all this oh, discussion. That's why I was giving it to you because <laughs> I talk so much, and the the, the you know listeners want to hear your voice. Oh boy, you get you treat me right. I'll tell you that. But we've got all these uh, all these discussions going on. So we have um, it's I think it's Aizawa speaking here because he's got his mouth open, and he's basically saying. We don't goofed. Uh, we regret to announce that our unpreparedness—it uh, was, you know, it was the cause to blame for the harm of all those 
27 first year students uh, and though UA is a place for heroes in training it was their negligence uh, that caused their the, the, the negligence in the defense against the villains that attacked uh, that was uh, the problem and it made the, basically the general public uneasy it's all their fault and then they do apologize sincerely for this uh, but there's no excuse for what has occurred uh, as we see Midori and the gang all watching in the crowd and a crowd is starting to form around us as to watch this press conference um, and then we have one of the uh, reporters standing up and asking a question from NHA uh, and he says that this marks the fourth time this year uh, that UA students have been confronted by villains now Mark me and you uh, uh, turning behind the curtain or or pulling back the curtain to reveal some of the pre-show discussion we were discussing this and we were uh, trying to figure out what these four times were Um, and you figured it out Mark yes Uh, obviously there's USJ Mm. there's Stain Mm. Uh, the third one is Shigaraki writing you know running into uh, Midoriya. Which you might miss, as I did. Which you might miss, miss, but it absolutely fits the criteria. Mm -hmm. And then you have, you know, the attack on the camp. Yes. And that's all four. Uh, And that lines up perfectly. Uh, And, yeah, so there's four times. And then, you know, given that they've been attacked four times, you know, four times is quite a lot. Uh, So, you know... And and they say this year, and I'm like, uh, four times in, like, the last, like, three months is what it feels (laughs) like. It's been a busy couple of months for UA. But, uh, but, yeah, and and especially this time. And and really, thinking of that timeline would be the bigger reason I'm pissed. It's like, you're the hero school. Not that it should happen or it's okay, but once would be just, like, okay, clearly they're going to, you know, these are heroes, they're going to react, and it feels like they never did. Mm, mm. Even though, to be entirely honest, two of those times, I'm going to say one and a half, because the whole stain thing, if if Aizawa had intervened, could have probably been prevented. If he had been like, wait, is this the hero in the area where his brother was? A little bit of foresight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you're not going there, Ida. I know what you're doing. Hmm. Um, uh, but the, I, I but the one with like Midoriya. The, the, yeah, the Midoriya encounter. Off like... off school hour, mm-hmm. like like not in school hours, like basically living his life outside of school on his day off. I, I mean, it, it's a valid point to bring up here. It's just it's like I'm not sure I would really hold that against UA, especially because like it it was pure circumstance that it Shigaraki was pure circumstantial. Into it. Yes, like if, if if literally they had um if if Midoriya ha- had walked off in a direction with Uraraka, mm-hmm. they would have never run into each other. Yeah, that was pure circumstance. Uh, but yeah, he does point out it's been four times, and especially this time, Mark, because uh, students were actually injured. Uh, unlike the other times, even though majority they get kind of sore throat. Well, we don't. We don't. I mean, the, yes and no with the USJ. Honestly, with the USJ, it, it was really that was more Midoriya hurting himself. Though they seem to be forgetting about the stain thing with Ida. Ida did get pretty banged up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so did uh, so did um, Shoto. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. You know the knives in his arm. Well, I suppose. Uh, Maybe what's different that, from that, those that times. Hurt, that hurt him so much, his quirk deactivated for a second involuntarily. Yes, yes, out of the pain. 
but what what's different for what what's different this time is that such a large amount of students yes. uh, have been injured. I, like twenty seven is a heck of a lot. Uh, even if well, I think it was like a you know um, yeah harm to twenty seven because I think it's twenty six were injured and one was kidnapped. Yes, yes, that's correct. Uh, so basically, they're saying you know all them families are probably going to be worried. So what have you done to to help that? And uh, furthermore, can you please tell us in concrete terms uh, what you are basically going to do to make sure that this sort of stuff doesn't happen for a fifth time? UA, oh my goodness. Uh, and now Midori is thinking while he's watching all this, um, you know, they should already know that UA has a stance for this uh, and they were going to go ahead with it after the sports festival. Uh, but, you know, he's impressed, or not impressed, but he's uh, concerned by how far this questioning is going to really uh, egg on UA. Uh, and he says that they're treating them like the bad guys, treating UA and the heroes like the bad guys instead of the villains. And then Nezu chimes in uh, with his little microphone. He says that they've increased the surveillance of all the surrounding areas of the school uh, and they've ramped up the security system of the school. And they've also... Revamped, not ramped up. Oh, revamped. Correct, correct. Uh, I was about to say that doesn't sound like a lot, but revamped is good. Um, And then uh, they've also explained to their parents... Uh, that they now have a strong stance against villains. Uh, that's very good. That would guarantee Oh, you just safety. now have a strong stance against villains? <laughs> because, you know, previously they were, ah, you know, villains, sure, you know, can't beat them, join them, right? Oh, those those guys are grand. You know, they can come along whenever, but now they're like, no, no villains, strong stance. Uh, so, very good, Nezu. But at least they're revamping their security system. I thought they were just, uh, uh, you know, I didn't think they were revamping it. So, yeah, happy days. Uh, you know, Vamping, vampires, Vlad King, you know, it all makes sense, Mark. Bada bing. You see what I did there? A little bit of synchronization. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So then we get to the crowd who's with them and, and they're just they're just you know, they're kinda of just all bad, you know, smack talking UA. And then that's when kind of and this is weird because it's said in present tense, but I think it's supposed to be like future Majoria, which is why these narrations always get confusing. Yeah, they're like, this box like, is what matters future. are the rules. What matters are the rules. The mood uh, has started to change. It, it, it seems like a uh, like an observation, e- even from just it, it could even be an observation from like 20 minutes from now. Mm. It's present enough. It's a present tense enough that it does not feel like it should be future Midoriya. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I think it is. And that's a it's 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 definitely an odd placement there, but uh, not as annoying as this entire press conference appearing as a black or a blank screen on the monitor in the villain bar. Oh boy! Which they are watching right now. They're watching a blank screen. We, yeah, we get it. Which twice. is which is going to continue to be blank. Um, I do want to point out uh, one thing. Um, so that panel where the the um, uh, reporter stands up to ask the question, it seems very rushed. Um, it's just outlines. It's honestly like, like lighter penciling mm. than every other panel in this chapter. And then next chapter, we're going to see just how much detail they put into all of these people to the point where I kind of have to count this as lazy because it's like, uh, you put so much time and effort into all of the shots next to one and you couldn't even do a tiny panel here. Oh, is this the panel with the reporter from NHK? Yeah, asking about the four, yeah. like, time. Like, yeah, it, with the blank it, faces at the front. It, the, the blank faces and how it's, like, the penciling on it is lighter and he just fades, and it seems really rushed. Yeah, I, 
compared to every single other panel in the chapter. Yeah, because especially... And once you compare it to the next chapter, it now just seems lazy. If you look at, like, even the panel beside it with uh, Midori and the gang, like, it's filled with background characters there. And that's, like, they're much smaller, you know? So he can draw all those, like, you know, pretty uh, complex designs on some of them. uh, I know I'm no one to criticize as far as one's art, but I'm just, like, at the same time, I'm like, uh, no. This is lazy. Well, you know what, Mark, if I was drawing this panel, they'd all be stick figures, and we wouldn't be on chapter 84. I'd be telling you that we'd be on chapter 2, and then we'd get cancelled. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's I'm point. impressed you wouldn't have been cancelled, considering the amount of, like, time it's been going on, like, uh, between chapter 1 and this one. I'd be more impressed that you weren't cancelled. Um, <laughs> what can but I yeah, say? So then, My fans so then we're me, in the, Mark. Then we're in the villain bar, where everybody's kind of standing around Bakugo, who's all, you know, tied up, his, his hands are, are bound, and he's tied to a chair and, and this is where shigaraki starts being like it's like pretty weird if you ask me like uh why are they critical of uh heroes huh like their uh their only crime was doing too little too late it's their job to protect people but a- anyone can screw up now and then right uh why are people expecting them to be perfect here's today have it uh have such a or today sure have it rough i'd say am i right bakugo mm. And then Spinner kind of points in is like, like jumps in is like the minute heroes start doing this for like profit, like for a paycheck, uh, they stopped being heroes and, and you know, stay in rhetoric, t- baby. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and I like how well Shigaraki plays off of this. Like I love, cause it's like out missing a beat, doesn't even criticize. He's like, you know, save someone and you get money. Uh, you get fame. Sounds weird to me. Uh, and in this society, uh, where the precious rules are everything, and that really come that actually comes up later in the chapter and starts bringing up other implications, mm. uh, to the point where after reading it, uh, I'm like our pre like you know recording just quick read through. I realize I now need to go back and rewatch the episode where this takes place to see if in either version, like English or Japanese, they cover a particular line here that's coming up. Um, because of the implications it has. Oh. Um, but uh, he continues like, uh, like the the people aren't cheering for losers. Like tell and you know telling them to fight another the other day, uh, they're blaming them. Like our war is based on a few simple questions: What is a hero? What is justice? Is this uh, what society is really supposed to be like? Uh, once we get people thinking about this stuff, that's when we've won. Um. And then Shigaraki kind of his childishness comes out as like, and and I know and I know you love to win. And this is like he's just messing with Bob. You go at this point, he's like Dobby and time. And Dobby's like, I'm sorry, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but that is like, a good uh, like. I think that uh, I think Shigaraki's argument here, or at least that like final that closer. I think that is a good. Oh no, it it it's it, it's very it's 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 well crafted and well played. Convincing, yes. It, it just the the problem comes in with his uh, audience here. Oh yes, uh, yes. his uh, his audience and how we got to this point. Mm. Um, Do you think that untying him is a wise decision? I think it made. Uh, I I get what he's going for, and I'm getting to that. Like, because Dobby's like, uh, he's gonna go wild for like absolutely sure, and. and you know, Shigaraki's just like, oh, it's like, oh, it's okay. We're we're trying to treat it. We're trying to recruit him here. Like we Makes need to sense. treat him as an equal. Yes, yes. Um, and he's like, besides, like before he throws a tantrum, like he he's smart enough to know he can't beat us. 
like this. Um, so Dobby's like, uh, you do it twice. <laughs> um, and Mr. Com- uh, Press, you know, apologizes while Dobby's doing it. He's like, uh, I apologize for, you know, the rather forceful measures it took to get you here. Uh, we need you to understand that we're no mere thugs working, like, in, in you know, in the name of aimless evil. Uh, not in the least. Like, it wasn't by accident that you were spirited away. Uh, like, everyone here has a different, like, story to tell, but we, we've all suffered thanks to other people, thanks to the rules, uh, thanks to heroes who, who felt suffocated, or thanks to heroes we felt suffocated. Uh, you more than anyone should know, and this is Shigaraki's walking up to him at this point. Uh, and then Bakugo now hands down free, just blasts Shigaraki point blank in the chest. And a beautiful uh, Shigaraki, a little bit of blood comes out, his hands, uh, the hands on his face go flying. Mm. And then oh, Bakugo. It's actually three quarter. My goodness. What? Uh, I said it's a beautiful splash, but then I turned the page and it's actually like one of them half panel splits with the with the three quarters. Continue, then, continue. Yeah, uh, Baku's like you know uh, he's pretty much like I thought I was gonna croak from old age. Well, you guys were just, you just were yapping like like can't stand morons who, who don't get to the point. Uh, and Dobby's just or uh, twice like uh, Shigaraki, <laughs> and uh, Baku continues like basically you're saying you want to cross trouble, be our friend. What a joke. And then we get a flashback of the moment uh, when uh, Bakugo, I believe Midori, yeah, Midori is there too, mm-hmm. when they're they're watching the uh, the footage of All Might fighting off like those three villains when they're uh, like, they're seeing a broadcast of it um, when they're little children walking on the street and he's just so impressed by it. And then we get a full page of Bakugo just like his face like, like I've always admired uh, All Might's triumphs. Uh, no matter what any of you jerks say, nothing is going to ever change that. And then Shigaraki finally composes himself. And he's like, father. And that's the end of this chapter. As he looks at his hand, he says, yes. father, which is very confusing altogether. Uh, but yeah, quite a dramatic end to this first chapter, Mark. Dramatic uh, Yes. Uh, and and Bakugo getting pretty explosive. I did enjoy But uh, we've got another chapter to cover. Yes, we uh, do. We're flying tonight, Mark. Our recording is steaming along. So let's see how we can handle the second one. My Hero Academia Chapter 86, Before the Storm. Written and drawn by Kohei Horikoshi, and it was first published in Weekly Shonen Jump, issue 19. Way, way back in 2016. Uh, and Mark, we continue with a very boring press conference. How exciting. Yes, time. in fact, it's so boring that we've had enough time to draw every single individual character, figure out exactly where their position in the room is, and keep that consistent every time we change angles. Uh, and I just want to point out, Mark, that Nezu looks even smaller in this. <laughs> I'm just saying he looks really tiny. Uh, I don't, I don't know what it is. Just me and Nezu are having some weird feelings going on. And uh, I want to remind you that this press conference, technically, since we're in, we're in this now. We have mm-hmm. jumped back in the day because, as we found out, that this this particular press conference was uh, broadcast earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. And this is another thing I need to double check in the the actual anime because I want to say in the anime. The entire point of this was to have it at the same time to catch the villains off guard. I think, so. yeah, because in the last chapter it says... Whereas this one, this is absolutely a recording, and they're like, we're just going to act so fast that they can't you know, possibly think that we'll do that. And it's like, so like six hours? Yeah. So like, that seems like more than enough time. How long whereas, is this Whereas, well, I, I, don't, I don't know, but I'm just saying, it's just... You know, they're like from earlier that day and they're talking in the evening. So I was just making, I was just saying, 
couple hours is more than enough time to mobilize. Because especially in the last chapter, they do point out it's almost like a, a cut, like a highlight reel of the of the interview. Yes. Uh, whereas here it seems it's still be going strong. Well, Who knows? Which means, which means we've jumped back in time. Oh man. Um, but no, but no, like the, in the anime, the entire point of it, and once again, I will double check this and remember it as homework for next week. Uh, the entire point was we're airing this at the same time, like to catch the villains off guard, which is fairly clever. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was fairly clever. It's like, oh, well, here, here's where they are. Like, they, they didn't expect the heroes to be, to have basically done the, the press conference like they did it as a feint. Mm. Element of surprise. Yes, which, um, because of the timeline in the show, it makes sense why our favorite reporter um, is not there. Because we, we eventually see her in the chopper where she covers the actual uh, fight with... Uh, the big shindig that's about the, the, to go the, down the, and the we big, can't spoil it, Mark. The big climax to the arc. Yes. But here, there is no reason that she's not there. That she wouldn't be the there. The anime, it's a, it makes sense. If it's happening at the same time, she can't be over there and you know seeing this stuff happen mm-hmm. but here this took place hours ago yes there's no reason she's not here yes and it which make... is which is annoying because we're getting to a very uh, leading reporter like he he clearly i know we're in a time period where the journalism is called in the question and all that but he's he is absolutely leading his questions Yes. He's trying to get a very specific response. Oh, Mark, you saying there's some fake lead. news shenanigans going on no, here? It's not oh. fake news because all the stuff he'd be reporting would technically be correct. What's happening? Yeah, but he's um, definitely you're right. He's leading. He's, he's trying he's to get a rise. Trying to, he's tr- he's trying to get a rise and he's trying to frame the story in a way that will get him and his stuff that will you know boost his position. However, it he's is definitely painting UA a certain way. Yes. He also seemed, well, the other guy seemed to just ask one question and they answered it. We don't know how long this question is going on for. This guy is the only person to ask him questions this chapter. It goes on and on and oh, to the point where it's just like, oh my God. Just, does nobody else have a question? Is he, is he the last one? What is happening here? How big are these speech bubbles? Are we reading Death Note? What's going on? Yes, here? but I, I just want to say we really like all the characters in the background. They're oh, all yeah. detailed um, and they're all consistent in their placement, which bothers me retroactively that they didn't do that last chapter when they clearly did it here and there's one guy in front who really kind of has like the same kind of like screw and bolt in his head as um uh professor uh stein from uh, uh soul eater um and there's a couple of the characters here who I'm, i look at him like these are probably references to other manga and other like anime stuff that guy with the visor, he looks like too cool to be like. He looks, he looks like um oh, I can't think of his name because I'm not super familiar with One Piece, but he was like uh a he was Captain Morgan's son from like the oh. opening of One Piece, and when you eventually see him later on in the series, since he's actually joined the Marine and he's he's basically Kobe's like right hand man, yeah, yeah. Uh, he has a visor like that and he has hair similar to that except it's blonde and it, and knowing. Knowing um, uh, Horikoshi's, you know, love of One Piece, it wouldn't surprise me if it was yeah, intentional. I think it's the, is it Helempo? Hel, uh, I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading. Hel-Mepo. Yeah, Helmepo. Is that it? Hel- I think so. I'm reading One Piece right now. I'm uh, I'm on Skype here. Uh, so it's been a while since, but he did even show up 
uh, in like you know those little uh, for the title pages. The cover page. Yeah, the yeah, cover the cover page, page stories. stories. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, One Piece is pretty good. But apart from that, uh, we should get back to my yes. argument. Um, yes. this, this guy's pretty much asking. Like, it seems like he's just started his question. He's like, uh, "You claim uh, uh, it's for your student safety, but in the middle of all that urgent, uh, in the middle of all the stuff, you urge your students to fight. Uh, what were your uh, intentions at that point?" Um, and this guy has like a notebook out of stuff, which I don't feel is that weird. Like he, he wrote down his questions. So in everything, cause could have been a lot of stuff he had to, you know, he's got a whole notebook and he's going to ask all them questions. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's how it ends up feeling like, but it yep. makes more sense that he would write down potential questions he has because there could have been something, anything could have happened. He could have easily forgot it while trying to process all the new information coming in. Um, but this guy just keeps going on. It's like, what was the point? Like since, uh, um, and as I was like, you know, since we had no way of grasps, grasping the whole, you know, level of the, you know, situation, uh, I made a decision in an attempt to avoid a worst case scenario. And then this guy with a lot of disdain, like everybody, w- what I like is how many people in the room are just kind of looking at the guy, like not, not even like they're looking for the answers from like Aizawa or the, the other UA people there. They're looking to this guy and a lot of them have like a look of like, I'm sorry, what? Or disdain on their face. Like, well, looking at this guy. Yeah. And I think that's pretty good. Cause it, it, it comes off very much as he is not making friends with any of these other reporters. No. Yeah. He's definitely, yeah. He's definitely pushing the buttons. And, and it's not even, Oh, he's the one proper in a suit. There are a couple other people there who are in suits as well. Um, but th- but this guy like but this guy just seems to be garnering like no favor with any of the other reporters, um and he's just like a worst case scenario like uh how else would you describe a situation where twenty six were wounded and one was kidnapped, um and then I love this response from from Aizawa, and he's just like uh and this is a terrible panel because it's showing it's like all black and it shows Aizawa standing and looking at like the forest on fire but it, it's just so subtly in the background that it just looks like scribbles on the page yeah, it's very hard to make out and it's in the black it looks terrible hmm. um and he's like uh at the moment the worst case scenario i could imagine uh uh involves the death of all my students drops the mic whoa and then this guy just kind of like it's either like he didn't like the answer kind of like turns away or you look of this like a low shot of disgust to show like his intimidation and stuff like him being intimidated not being intimidated like he doesn't seem very happy with that answer it's like, like Aizawa has it was, just burped in his face and that is his reaction it, it was a pretty it's a pretty reasonable like response too is like uh like how is that not the worst it's like uh the worst case scenario would be everybody dead like i don't <laughs> know what you're talking about this was not the worst case scenario yeah um, it's not a good scenario, but it's, it's not, a, not no, everybody did. He, he never says it's a good scenario, but this guy's like, I'm sorry, how is this not the worst case scenario? He's like, oh, I'm sorry, the worst case scenario would be the, them all dead. Like, I don't. Um, and he bad. says it, and Aizawa says it kind of very matter-of-factly, and it pisses off this guy. And then Nezu jumps in, and he's like, uh, it's become clear uh, that the uh, the gas responsible for most of the harm was a villain's quirk, mm-hmm. along with a sporific effect. Um, and, and, you know, it was because of Kendu. Kendo and Tetsu, Tetsu Tetsu Tetsu's quick uh, thinking uh, that was responsible for minimizing this damage and dealing with this. Um, the students have all received uh, psychological evaluations and none seem to have su- suffered emotional trauma. Boy, it sure would have been the nice pro- to see the problem here, that. The problem here is that the emotional trauma could spring up later, but that's a different issue. Oops. Um, yeah, hang on a minute. It, yeah. 
<laughs> that is a good point. Because they could still be pretty numb to the situation. Yeah. Uh, hmm. this, but this guy doesn't pick up on that. He's like, uh, is that meant to be a silver lining? Um, which is a fair follow-up question, yes. but it's a very leading one. It, it's... It would be like, is, is that meant to, like, is that statement meant to reassure people? Yeah, like, is that good like, enough? Th- this guy is very leading with his questions, like, is that meant to be a silver lining? Mm. Um, and Nezu responds, like, uh, we believe that the, the worst has been avoided as long as the students, uh, still have their futures. Like, it's, they're still around. And then this guy just is like, like, can you say the same thing about young Bakugo? Who was abducted? Oh my goodness! He and then, we, then the we, get some, we get another really bad flashback panel with the little pieces here and there that once again we still can't get like you putting one of these kind of things on a TV. But whatever, letting it go until it comes time to give you score. Um, but then this guy, this guy just um just kind of starts listing off like a recap of things for us, and I'm like, can somebody like at some point he stopped asking questions and started just telling them things? Yeah, it looks like he whipped out the, the my, wiki page. My, my goodness. Pretty much, it starts becoming him saying, "Respond to my statement." There's, yeah. There's no question here. He's like, uh, "Can you say the same thing about Bakugo?" He's like, "You know, he won your sports festival. He struggled valiantly uh, against a powerful villain during the Sludge incident, which apparently that whole thing was just a big incident thing." And I'm just like. Oh, okay, technically, it's weird that you bring it up in that order, but whatever. Hmm. Um, he has an impressive record implying uh, uh, the makings of a tough hero. How did you get his record? <laughs> yeah. How did you get his record? Hmm. Well, how much of this like, is at, public? At that point, I would have been like, excuse me, how do you have his records? Unless it was something you, that was you, detailed in the sports fest, but I can't imagine why. Did you hack our system? Uh oh. Like like that that I like I'm sorry, I would have stopped there and been like, I'm sorry, how do you know his record? This guy's going to jail. Oh no, like um, imagine if something they had just stopped him right there and been like, uh I'm sorry. How do you know his record? That's the ultimate mic drop. Are you talking about the public feeds? Or are you talking about the like ha- an impressive record? There's two incidents that you know of. Three incidents that you know of revolving him. How, how, what? Arrest this man. Uh, <laughs> he is the traitor. Oh my goodness. If this, if this exact statement happened in an actual press conference, he would probably be taken in for questioning. Oh man. Like in the real world, being like, uh, I'm sorry, how do you have his records? It's a good thing the police are busy right now, man. Or as yeah, he'd be, and then he'd he be he's like, and he's like, makings of a tough hero, and yet. Uh, he showed a rather violent side of himself after his uh, festival vic- victory, an attitude that uh, persists uh, up through the award ceremony. Uh, we've already caught glimpses here and there of his mental instability. Here and there, exactly. Uh, other than the sports festival, could you please list us another moment that you're referring to? Well, Mark, he was very angry when a sludge monster was trying to eat him. Uh, so no, that's he, mental he was being, instability. He was being suffocated by a sludge monster. <laughs> mental instability, Mark. This once again, I would be just uh, like once again at that statement, I'd be like, uh. Excuse me. Glimpses here and there of his mental instability. I'm sorry. There's only been one instance that a debate like that could even be brought up. Could could you please elaborate on these other instances that you apparently know? He's getting a bit creative. Like like you you stopped asking me a question at some point, so I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, How do you know all of these personal things about one of our students? None of this is public record. Have you have you gone after some of his, you know, other records Uh and stuff? 
can, can you please answer the question, Mr. Reporter? Oh. Like, it's, it's something where it's just like, it, it's so leading, and then it gets to the point where it's like, you know things that you should not know. How do you know this? Why is nobody calling him out on this? Is, is, are people's private records, like, just public information in this future Japan? I don't know. Um, so then this guy says, like, uh, can you provide, so he's, he continues, like, uh, what if it was that very quality that made him a target? Uh, uh, what if a skilled manipulator gets to him uh, and sends him down a path of evil? Can you provide proof positive that the boy still has a future? That is an incredibly leading set of questions right like, there. That yikes. is basically saying, here's all this stuff. Here, here's all of this stuff, uh, including stuff that I really shouldn't know. What if this? What if that? Can you prove that, I'm wrong, that these what ifs aren't true? It, it's a very it's a very leading question. He's trying to provoke a very specific answer, mm. and Vlad King picks up on this and like points like realizes this guy's being aggressive on purpose. He's hoping he's doing all this to try to get a racer head to uh, to lose his temper because it's well known that he doesn't like doing this public stuff. And he and does he's look like, fairly ticked off in this. Yes, and he's like, "Don't play his game." So Aizawa stands up and he bows and he's like, "Any lapse uh, in his behavior is my failing." Um, and this this guy just starts like just kind of standing there with this look of disdain on his face, like still, uh, he behaved, uh, the, uh, that way at the sports festival because he has such strong convictions, uh, and ideals more than anyone else. He pursues the top uh, the title of top hero with everything he's got. If the villains have, uh, mistaken that for weakness, then their thought process is indeed superficial. And that is a drop the mic moment. right? And, uh, and, and I, and I like how like a lot, some of the reporters are like, like considering it others are like uh i'm sorry what and th- this guy who's kind of like going what to his like colleague i have to be like how does this guy know this stuff like what the-? not not talking about his out talking about the other report like <laughs> why is they arresting him where do you get that info yeah. and, and then this guy this guy continues to say stuff um like nobody stops him like he's just like uh that doesn't sound like proof of anything and it's just like could you bring up this proof of these records that you seem to know all about that are absolutely 100% not public? Like, yeah, like, I don't expect what he wants at this stage. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, he's like, uh, the boys' uh, emotions aside, uh, do you have a concrete strategy? It's like, at this point, it's like he's trying to save face. Hmm. I'm just like, are, are you really asking the heroes in a public like piece, like a uh, thing that's going to be broadcast, please detail us your strategy? Oh, you won't? Well, uh, then you suck. <laughs> Good like, day. Uh, sorry that we didn't tell you exactly how we're handling the situation, uh, and you know, just release all of our plans. Hmm. Oh boy. But uh, Nezu kind of continues like, uh, you know, we're hardly uh, approaching this passively. Clearly, I'm uh, currently I'm personally coordinating with the police on this investigation. And this is the moment. By the way, they, they do actually show him on the TV, and I appreciate yeah, he's that. Got a, he's got um, this is on the TV. moment. This is this is supposed to be the moment. And this is the moment in the anime where where the, the villains feel very confident about what they're doing when they see this mm. because it's going on at the same time. And they're like, you know, he, he's coordinating with them. He's doing this press conference. We're fine. We have some time. Yeah, and they However, do point that out this like was, spe- it, that this specifically. It's several hours before. Yes. He could be coordinating with them right now. But we seem to we He seem could to just be on the helicopter gunship that's about to blow them up for all they know. Oh my god. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Um 
And he's like, make, and as he finishes with, make no mistake, uh, we will retrieve the student that was taken from us. And then Bakugo is just laughing, like, just laughing, he's like, good old UA, thanks for sticking up for me. Um, and he's just like, get it now, League of Scumbags. And he and looks like demented that. in this. <laughs> oh. and, he's like, like, and then Bakugo just thinks to himself, pulling off a massive attack uh, uh, like that just to, to catch me. They're basically uh, tipping their hands by showing me how valuable I am. And he pretty much reasons that, you know, they may hurt me, but they're not going to kill me. No, they did all of this for me. They're not going to just give give it up because I fight back. If I play this right, I can maybe take out two or three of them and blow down a wall and get out of here. Um, uh, and he, and I do love out. this comment by him as well. It's very good. He says... He can probably- Oh, just say it. Yeah, he says that uh, he still has permission. Technically, yes. he still has permission to fight back. This is this this is the problem. Like this is the thing that uh that um I, I was saying is is like has implications. He does not. I, I will verify this, but I'm pretty darn confident he doesn't say anything like that in the anime. Does he not? Really? I I, I I will. I could be wrong, and I will look back. Do some homework. Um, because this is such then, a good moment. I yes, really like but it. No, but yeah. think about it. Think about this, right? His justification for fighting back is because he still technically has permission. Mm. Not because he's being kidnapped and detained against his will, but because he got permission, which means if they got him without him ever getting permission, and he, like, they let him out, and he attacked any of these people who had abducted him. The implication there, especially because in the last like two chapters we've talked about how much, or this chapter and the previous one, how important the rules are. Mm. He the would be in the wrong. The implication there is that he would be arrested mm. for trying to escape being abducted. I don't think that would stop him, though. Like if I'm, th- oh, I'm if, if I'm thinking about Bangalore. I'm just saying that how they keep talking about the rules and the system, especially in this series, the system in this, yeah, that there there is an inherent problem there. Oh, that it's like, oh, he was abducted, but he never got permission, so I guess he can't. Hmm. What? No, and it, and I didn't notice that until recently, and it pisses me off I because still... of the implications here. Yeah, the, the implications. implications that if he had not gotten permission. He would have been forced to go along, like to just to just you know stand there or try to punch them. He wouldn't have been able to use a quirk to even try to blow down a door to escape. Even if he didn't hurt any of them, he could still be you know in trouble for illegal quirk use. Yes, in public. In public, yeah, mm. because he destroyed a wall to escape the people who had abducted him. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I would agree. And that is. But- it's these fundamental rules with this series that they that at times that they're just like, yep, nope, this is an absolute. This is an absolute. So I need to find tiny little exceptions. And then you look at any other piece of material for the series and they're like, uh, no, there's some pretty common sense things here like uh, self-defense is fine or, uh, you know, you're abducted. You can try to escape without a problem. You, yeah, but but here, you no. see, we've never God had forbid, the abducted case. God forbid case. he defended himself. But God we, forbid he defended himself. We've never had this type type of scenario in the series. To... No, we ha- no, we haven't. So I I, I find it hard fact, to judge. You know what I mean? But the fact that right here he feels like he needs to bring that up, at least in this version of the story, mm. is a problem. Is it, the yeah. fact that his the fact that his justification 
that he tells us. He's like, hey, just so you guys know, I can still do this. I, I know it's supposed to be kind of a warning, but there's a point there that they're that th- think about it this way. Um, yes, it's it's kind of a rattling the sabers thing, but he's also saying it so that the, the villains will be cautious and not necessarily try to jump him, because if he hadn't gotten this permission, then they'd probably just be like, oh, he's not going to use his quirk. He's a hero. He's yeah. a hero in training. He'd be kicked out. He'd be kicked out of the hero program for escaping being abducted. Yes, yes. On the one hand, I agree. On the other hand, I think it's a nice, clever bit of uh, writing by Horikoshi to, to it, it, call it back is, on this. It is, but at the same time, it carries with it too many other problems. It's, yeah, it's definitely like it's a callback, but it's also a way of uh, kind of, you know... Horikoshi it's, covering it's his up, fall. It's straight, up, it's straight up for the reader a justification of why he can fight back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I agree. Which, which is, which is really funny when you think about it, because he got in no trouble from the from the sludge villain when he was just wildly using his quirk trying to escape. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, the entire series any... starts out with him using it for self-defense, and then we very quickly find out he could never use it for self-defense, only to find out later that you can use it for self-defense. And there was a lot more collateral damage in the sludge yes. attack, because ex- yes. that fire and explosions, they were yes. his explosions. Uh, so yes. And I fully, I fully believe that if he had not brought this up, that they would have probably made a special exception for Bakugo in the, the coming fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as opposed to what they do, as opposed to what they actually do, which is absolutely nothing, which is what they should do, because he could defend himself. We continue on from we here. Maggie's like, this boy is, you know, this boy's pretty smart. He realizes the position he's in. And Togo's like, can I just stab him? <laughs> and um, and Dobby's like, no, you idiot. Uh, Mr. Compress is like, if that's your attitude, uh, then why not pretend like you, we won you over? Like, it just doesn't make sense. And Bakugo's like, I'm not just going to lie about like stuff like that, like, and, and I'm not in the mood to hang around with with you boring idiots any longer. And at this point, Shigaraki's kind of started recovering. He's grabbing the head, and um, Workgate is like, uh, no, 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 calm yourself, calm yourself, Shigaraki. Um, he's worried he's going to lose it. The thing I want to point out is through all of this, Baku's had this, Bakugo's had this really defined, very smooth outline. Like very, then uh, yes. Shigaraki sends him a glare. And then, uh, besides Bakugo looking concerned, his outline is now all jagged and, like, goopy, and, and, like, it looks like he's shaken. And I love that. It's a very subtle piece yes, of art. Yes, And then Shigaraki's pretty much like, you know, stay back, all of you. This kid, as he's picking up the hand, is an important pawn. I wish you would listen to reason. I thought we might understand each other. Um, and Bakugo's like, nope, as he thinks about, <laughs> as he thinks about, uh... Um, best genius saying, you know, villains and heroes are two sides of the same coin. Um, uh, Shigaraki continues, like, what a shame. Uh, we all just uh, heard about the hero investigation. I can't waste much time with you. So pretty much at this point, they're like, yeah, we heard that they're starting to do stuff. We should move. As opposed to, yeah, it's going on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, Matt, and he, he turns to the, the TV, which I, I find it annoying that this time that we see this TV, it's a different TV. It's, a, it's all like fuzzy. Which it should be is what it, it's supposed to be, but it's the fact it's like, oh, so you bothered this time, huh? Uh, and he's like, Master, lend me your power. Um, and then one for all is pretty much like, very well, smart choice, Tomura Shigaraki. And we never find out what this power is, and that bothers me because I'm like, what was he gonna do to him? 
the power of having a clear picture on his screen, Mark. Because one for all has got the clear camera, whereas Shikaragi's all fuzzy. So, you know, he's going to give him that HD. And, it all... and, then, and then we cut back outside. And then we cut back outside. And well, not specifically outside here, but back to the outside. On the streets. Uh, and, you know, we, we've got the gang walking down. Uh, and once again, Todoroki is pointed out to us with a little label, just in case we forget who he is. But uh, they, they, the gang have reached the, the, the location that their tracking device was pointing out to them. Um, and, and so it's the hideout, pretty much. Uh, but Yaoi does point out that um, she's been checking and villains haven't moved from the hideout all day. So just because the villains are there, it doesn't necessarily mean that Bago is either. And uh, it could, like, this might not be, you know, their main place. Uh, and they have to realize that they're standing with very little information right now. Uh, they basically also just got it the just it device. just occurred to me that it really took them a long time to try to talk to Bakugo. There was like two days there where they just didn't talk to Bakugo. Oh, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even, even in the anime, there's like two days where they just don't talk. Like two or three days where they just they apparently have him, but he they, they just do nothing with him. He's just sitting there. Maybe the timeline now pisses me off. He has some lunch with them, or so I don't know. You can't have no, lunch. No, with they would have had him. They would have had him. They would have had him frozen the whole time because it was like they just started talking to him. Yeah. Despite mm-hmm. the fact several days have gone by. Oh, your timeline, Horikoshi. Well, it's so bad. like there's no in it when we see him in the in the last chapter. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because this part of the timeline is the same in both the show and the anime, oh where it's a couple days later. And, oh, there's a pro- Oh, no, that's a problem. Oh. Well, you can hmm. get to that with your final score, Mark. But... Sorry, it just it hit me, and I'm like, oh, I should mention this. But we are back with the gang. And, uh, and uh, yeah, Rosa is basically detailing the situation. And then Ida points out that none of them are really, they're not the stealthiest bunch. You know, there's no Jiro or Hagakuris in the team. Uh, and he points out again that he's Watchman Ida, and he's going to stop him at the first hint of any danger because they're his friends, and friendship is power at the end of the day. And he won't hesitate to notify the authorities either. Uh, and Midoriya thanks him for this. And then he says that he's got to, he needs a minute to think about their like game plan and then he activates this is this is very interesting mark he activates motor mode but like we're witnessing we've all, there's only been a few times where we've witnessed it like from, from the outside from though. the outside perspective and everyone's like oh look he's doing the motor thing again oh my goodness how very like midoriya but uh we see uh very stylish looking either here with his fake mustache and he's thinking uh, and he's he's remembering that you know the stubborn kind of guy that Midori is once he get, once his mind is made up uh, he can't be stopped pretty much uh, and as your friend and rival he respects that about Midori uh, and then he said he can't see or he thinks that he can't see any more to you than he already has uh, and this time he'll be the one to protect Midori and the gang. Uh, and then we cut to uh, another meeting, uh, a lot more uh, professional, uh, as we see the uh, pretty much all the pros uh, and the police have gathered, like of the for the a strike. lot of pros. Yeah, the, the, the all the pros that we saw in the previous for the strike team. I mean, uh, we we do have and a couple of new ones uh, added here that we didn't see the last and time. And one who I'm not sure we've ever seen again to the point where I'm 
almost questioning is he a sidekick, but we'll get to that in a moment. Are you, is this um, the guy with the one eye in his costume? Like, uh, yeah, the, the talking patch. with Orca. Yeah, yeah, he could be, considering the way he's looking at Orca. And this is Orca's first appearance as well, if I remember correctly, right? Uh, that this sort of, this scene mm. is yes yes. Um, so pretty much, uh, Endeavor starts by saying like, why why do we have to clean up you know UA's mess? Um, and Best Genius is like, come on, you're an alumni, aren't you? And then uh, uh our favorite police detective, Detective Sukauji. He's like, you know, like this this isn't just UA's call here, like that you're heating, and Endeavor's like. like or he continues saying, try to see the big picture endeavor. And endeavor's like, hmm. Um, but then we see a big lineup of heroes yes. uh, and, and SWAT. And pretty much it's like the preservation of our hero, entire hero society is riding on this operation. Uh, now we have, to, we have to settle this now with force. Um, and um, yes, well, I give a full best... breakdown of all our heroes that we see here. You can. Yes. We see grand well, of the, of the three. Well, we did see a couple. We saw all might uh, endeavor, uh, I think we saw Edge shot, and, and uh, in the back yes. we saw uh, Tiger. Those were who we saw originally. But added to the roster is Gran Torino, Kamui uh, Woods chilling in the back there. Uh, the big guy, uh, Mount Lady. Oh, Mount Lady. The big guy being uh, Orca. What's the name? Orca. Orca Hello, guy. Orca like that. A gang Orca. That's it. Gang Orca. And then his uh, Orca guy. Yeah, my favorite. And then maybe a sidekick. Maybe. I'm not entirely sure. Kind of. We've have, seen it. We've seen his sidekicks in the story, but they were in a costume to pretend to be villains. Yeah. And they were all so, uh, almost like mob lackeys, kind of. Yeah. Yes, but th- but that that has been confirmed to not be what their their actual uniforms look like. Yes. That was specifically for that particular exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we also have Tiger. And best genus to wrap things up. Uh, so yeah, and on top of that, with the uh, riot squad or the the SWAT team, a uh, pretty formidable set of set of guys here going for this raid. Um, mm-hmm. And then so we continue, and I, it's it's best genus pointing out his uh, kind of time with Bako during the during the uh, internship arc, and he remembers that. Uh, he kind of hoped to reform Bakugo uh, during the, his time in the agency uh, because never has he come across such a headstrong individual uh, and he, they got to try to stop him from making any bad decisions. Um, and then Gang Orca kind of criticizes him for not being able to change him much. Uh, uh, but then uh, Best Genius does point out that the re- very roots of his hair were filled with that unshakable pride mark. Oh my goodness. And then Tiger explains... Which is funny because he was eventually able to tame that hair. Yeah, hair. That, that hair was tamed. So he kind of did half a job on him, I suppose, even though it didn't last very long. Uh, but then Tiger explains his reasoning for being there. Uh, and that is, of course, that uh, the the villains took away Ragdoll, uh, and so he's got a personal stake in the game. But uh, also, isn't his team rated pretty highly at this point? Yeah, especially at this point, they're like pretty popular. So it like makes... they're in the du- they're in the they're in the double digits. And from what we've seen, especially Tiger is like the 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 brawler of the crew. Yes. Uh, so so it's just it's just very interesting that it's like that he needs a justification there. It's like dudes in the double digits. Well, like, I, I, I don't think it's as much as it's as much a justification as like his personal reason for being there. Like, yes, you know, that's a fair point. They already know that he can, you know, handle himself in a fight, but he's extra motivated this time. Uh, but then we see this is Sukauchi explains the situation, uh, and he's talking about the the tracking device on the wonderful Nokia that Yaoyuzu gave him, 
uh, and then they can assume that uh, th- because of the tracking device, they can assume uh, that the villains occupy multiple hideouts, not just the bar that they uh, that the cat cop uh, scoped out earlier on for them. Uh, and then he's saying that in our investigation, uh, it has been determined the current location of the abducted student is in that bar. Uh, so that's where they will be sending the bulk of the, the the rescue crew because retrieving the hostage is the top priority. Uh, but at the same time, they'll have a counter or a, 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 a strike at the same time, not a counter strike. Uh, but and so basically, they'll be on both the other hideout and the main one. So they'll be cutting off both areas of retreat uh, and hopefully taking down the organization in a single coordinated strike. Uh, and then uh, off in the background Gran Torino uh, talks to All Might and he explains that recruiting recruiting him of all people uh, and uh, <laughs> of all people like kind of All Might then like oh no but Gran Torino you're great why why wouldn't we be, recru- be recruiting you uh, and then All Might re- realizes that with the situation becoming as big as it is uh, we can be sure that he'll make a move uh, all for one uh, Gran Torino isn't even subtle about it. And then Detective Sukauchi gets everybody ready to go with we pep talk. We're up against the clock here. Don't give these villains much time to pull anything off. Uh, and then he explains their master plan, Mark. And it's stupid. Uh-oh. It starts stupid. With the earlier press conference, we've tricked the villains into thinking we asked only the principal to cooperate. Uh, oh my god. We even get a little it's flashback It's so stupid. We want oh, yes, because they're going to absolutely believe that they only asked the. This is the problem with this in the manga version. Uh-oh. Assuming I'm remembering things correctly. Um, which we'll find out when I report it next week. Uh, that uh, this, this whole plan is just like, yeah, we, we're going to tell everybody that we only talked to the principal and they're going to believe us. Well, like. I, oh, I know. I assume because we did see them questioning uh, Aizawa and and Vlad King. Well, but that's oh, no, no, all, no. That's all like private security. Yes, or they, they, I'm just saying. Like this is what they're saying. This is our plan. We told the bad guys that we only talked to the principal, and they, so believe, they believe us. us. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my god. Oh, well, it's foolproof. They they they'll never they never figure it out. It's great. Uh, and Sorry, continue. Won't. I just have a lot of disdain for this chapter. Uh oh. Well, you, you get to that in your final scores, Mark. But uh, you, this is still pep talk time because Tsukiyoshi shouts that after hearing such an unsatisfactory declaration like that, uh, they'll never expect them today when we come in and bust. Bust down the doors and take them down. It's time for... You know, later in the day than the press conference, as opposed to at the same time. As... Continue. They won't be expecting it, Mark, of course. It's time for payback. Time to turn the tables. And as they all line up in front of the bar, heroes. <laughs> I suppose I kind of worded that poorly. And then turn, all... Time to turn the table. Heroes. Pause. Heroes. Yeah, yes. And All Might looks like he's ready to go, and he clenches his fist, and we... Finished the chapter mark. It was a bit ropey at the end, but we got through it. Happy days. Uh, we mercifully finished that chapter. My goodness. Well, I I can't wait for your final thoughts on this. But we have a we have a chapter before that, Mark. Chapter eighty five. What did you it's think about it? It's an okay chapter. I like Shigaraki's speech. The beginning of it starts pretty shaky. Um, middle is okay, mm. and it ends decently strong. 
uh, except for that one really bad panel at the press conference, which okay. is just kind of inexcusable, especially with what we see later, um, that I have to give it a solid 7 out of 10. It does it well. Shigaraki stuff is pretty good. The Kind of the not-as-great start and that little problem in the middle kind of brought it down a bit, but it definitely ends quite strong. How about you? Can I ask, Mark? Uh, I'll, I'll 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 put you up on the. Are you looking for a breakdown? This is Phoenix Wright, and I'm I'm cross-examining you right now. Okay. Objection. What what? Uh, what are you objecting to? What about that start? Do you not like so much? What about that start? Do I not like? Um. Well, there's the part where we've been very consistent up until these chapters, quite honestly, mm. uh, about informing us like when we've jumped around in time. Mm-hmm. We- oh yes. Yes, it does not tell us to jump around in time. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, it, the 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 walkway is simply there to look cool, uh, even though their converse, the conversation that they're actually having outside um, reads pretty like naturally was like take me with you, and you know, and then he's like I, I'm sorry I shouldn't have done this. Whereas this, it's like they took three steps away and then. Like, we had this cool walking moment. Then they took three steps away. Stop again to talk. Like, they very clearly stopped. Like, yeah. no, it, it was it was done to just have a cool opening, like a cool-looking, like, panel-wise opening mm-hmm. that kind of works against the story mm-hmm. um, and the flow. Uh, uh, and then they get on the train. Mm-hmm. Um, and parts of the stuff there are good. Uh, and then we just have the part where Midoriya shows clear signs of a concussion or, or some type <laughs> of brain injury, head injury. And they just they they even apparent. It feels like they're even reacting to it, even though it is clearly them kind of just being like, yeah, okay. we, like it, it's like, yeah, and taking in the whole situation. Yeah, yeah. It feels like them like if not just if you read it, if you actually analyze how they handle it here, it really feels like they're just like. Just ignore the brain damage. We need him for this. Um, uh, but no, it, it's just it, it. Part of that just it just ruins the flow once you realize that is Midoriya okay? Because because all these statements aren't connected. Unless he just unless he just said to everybody like I, mom, I, I, I was given this all. Unless he said all of that out loud, which should also indicate some problems mm. uh, that they're just choosing to ignore. Uh, it, it kind of interrupts the flow. Hmm. Uh, the prosecutor has no further questions, Mark. I am at ease. Uh, but yes, uh, th- that does make sense. But uh, I will, <laughs> I will uh, hereby, you know, uh, disagree whatever the. Uh, okay. I'm giving this chapter an eight point five, Mark. Oh my goodness! And I'll tell you why. Uh, it's basically because I loved, I loved the start of it. Uh, I really do like uh, Midoriya and the gang, and especially when they're all playing dress up. Uh, that was incredible. Um, woof. Ten out of ten territory. That right there, that page where they're all dressed up, and then Yarozu getting all flustered about the economy. My goodness. But even before we get into that, uh, I did actually like. Now I understand. Yeah, you are completely correct uh, that it is very uh, nonsensical for them to start walking and stop. Uh, but I could kind of see it as, you know, they're walking and then they're kind of thinking about what has just happened. And Ida needs that time of reflection before he apologizes. So I could give it that mark, I suppose, if I was like trying my best to explain it. But yeah, it is a bit uh, it is a bit odd. But I do like the, the interactions. And it is perhaps not the most necessary. Like we already know why Ida's there. 
and why Yari Rose is there to, to be like we already know this kind of the roles they are playing so to have it explained again uh, isn't the most necessary thing but I just really like the interaction so <laughs> I suppose I, I can't complain too much and then you're right on the train Midoriya has brain damage and it's, it's very odd like I could it makes of course it makes complete sense for the reader but uh I do like we have kind of uh extrapolated this extra meaning from those panels uh you know like this is kind of the, the the extra little gems that we get through these readings marks that uh, we miss out initially uh because <laughs> because looking at those four panels again it really does look like oh yeah they are just reacting to how their friend uh, has a concussion, and that's not very good. Uh, but then we move on to the streets, and as I said previously, I really do enjoy um, all the bits with them getting get, getting their costumes. That is really the highlight of the chapter for me. It does kind of uh, kind of go off the rails a little bit for me during this press conference. Um, like I understand why it's there, and I do appreciate the 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 message, the the main message it brings for um kind of showcasing that the general public is having a lot of issues with UA. Um, we kind of figured that we 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 knew that from from the the staff meeting in the previous chapter that UA was wasn't having was having problems with how UA were doing things, but now we see that the public themselves uh, are not very fond of the institution and what's going down right now and seeing especially how Midoriya and that are reacting to that um I did like and then finally wrapping things up with the I also like my high score is really going towards this end section as well it's really the start and the end that that uh, bump it up for me because this and I feel like we haven't really given it enough time or uh, put enough uh, explanation to it but this scene with Bakugo uh, and kind of the whole heel turn because everyone's expecting him oh yeah he's going to go with the villains but from what we've seen and it makes complete sense especially from what we've seen uh, with how he admires All Might so much especially in that uh, final final battle or final exams arc and uh, when he goes up against All Might and we got all these flashbacks it makes perfect sense that the, the minute he was free he would take the fight to uh, to Shigaraki, as we see in that beautiful splash, and then giving that full page. I think that is a pretty like a, a poignant moment for his character, giving him the full page, uh, saying he's always admired All Might's triumphs, and that is really like I think for a lot of people, uh, especially in the anime when this happened, this is the point where. Um, a lot of people were turned around on Bakugo's character. Like, it's at this stage that uh, Bakugo went from being kind of... And you see it as well in the popularity polls, as it will come up uh, in the back of the volumes. This is like a turning point for a lot of people, how how they see Bakugo's character uh, and kind of this... Now, I wouldn't say redemption, because he's, he's done an awful lot of bad things, Mark. But, like, you know, telling Midori to, to jump off the, the building, that was pretty bad. Uh, but kind of uh, seeing how he denies something that was set up for potentially being a villainous descent, uh, how he triumphantly denies that uh, and, you know, claims that uh, that that uh, admiration of All Might and is pretty heroic in, in itself, I think. And, and going up against all these villains uh, is a pretty brave thing to do. So I got to admire that in back ago. Uh, so, yeah, I really did like this kind of uh, step forward in his character development and to me that was definitely a defining 
moment of this chapter. So I can't help but give it an 8.5. I really did enjoy it. Um, there you go, Mark. Uh, I, I've explained my argument. Uh, I didn't ramble at all, right? Would you like my score for the next chapter? I sure would, Mark. I'm giving it a 7-7. Seven, seven. Okay. Um, the press conference, I know we really got hung up on that. Uh, I don't actually have a problem with the character doing this. It okay. makes a lot of sense that, that there are going to be people who are just trying to provoke this negative reaction because that, that's what they, they want to get for whatever reason. Uh, I have some problems with – it seems to be like the level of information this man appears to know about or implies he knows about Bakugo um, just that should not be public record. Like like his many accomplishments and all that stuff, it is like – how, how much of this is like, and, and it's like, he's been showing like, you know, sign like from all this stuff showing science and mental, let's see, where is it? Um, we've already, uh, caught glimpses here and there of his mental instability. Mm. Um, people, let's see all of his matches or Raka. I, I don't see it being part of that match. Hiroshima. Don't see it being part of that match. Togoyami. Um, I, or Togoyami. Don't see it being part of that match. Nope. Um, any of the other two events, like the, the first event, don't see it there. Second event, um, I'm not sure anybody was physically close enough to, to see any of the stuff there. Like we just we saw he had a drive to win. Yeah, you saw a good drive to win, or maybe somebody with a little bit of a temper. But I, I, I calling a temper or a mental a little bit of a temper or mental instability yeah. is. Uh, I, I that that they're not the same. Really, the only um, two cases are and, and, and the then, podium like the, the only, and Todoroki fight. Even the Todoroki fight is is not is debatable because he's like, come on, like, aren't you gonna take this? Like, that's his whole thing. There, he's like, are you not taking this seriously? Mm, mm. Like, th- that's his whole thing. It's like, even then, I'd say it's somebody who wanted it's who wants this to be an actual competition who takes fight. this seriously. Not even a fair fight. Somebody who's taking it seriously. He's yes. like. Am I not good enough for it? Like, why won't you, you know, this is the finals. Why Which aren't you giving it everything you got? consider admirable. Yes. Um, and not mentally unstable. <laughs> yes. Like, it, it makes a lot of sense if you heard a word that he said there. Now, the, the ending piece, sure. But you, you say mental instability. That's the only time in public record that we ha- really have anything that'd be mental, mental instability. Uh, unless you, you were following him on his perhaps his internship. Um, and even that would be a temper, and I doubt Best Genius would have allowed anything like that to happen. Um, or are you talking about the Sludge Villain, which he does bring up, or, or is that part of that where you know it's a kid who's being suffocated to death and he's desperately trying to save himself, like because none of the heroes are even attempting, um, and they're just standing around watching him suffocate to death uh, as the guy takes his body to wear him as a suit to escape. Um, like there, there's only really one instance. So he implies that there's this track record of things that are public record, but they shouldn't be like it, that. That's a problem I have. Some of the art there is the problem I have. Like that, that one panel with, uh, eraser head where it's just like the, the, like the little bit of like a reference to the old, like him seeing the fire. That's a terrible panel. Oh yeah. Uh, the one where the guy, the one where the guy gives his big speech about, um, Bakugo, it, it's just a poorly done panel with some flashbacks and stuff like that. And, and they're trying to show like the different instances of the piece, implying like yes, him with the the Tokoyami or the Todoroki thing was a mental like like his stuff. Um, 
and I have to say, I do have a problem that this guy has just pretty much gone on and on. He's just exposited a bunch of stuff and none of it was a question. Um, it was just like, uh, do you have a question here at some point? Like, and nobody stops him for, you know, basically saying, Hey, I have all effectively saying, Hey, yeah, I have all this personal information effectively and all this other stuff and nobody stops him. Hmm. Um, but just how it was handled was great. Um, I, I liked Bakugo's reaction to it. Well, it was funny him referencing technically I still have permission. It was funny. It brings up a, a bigger problem. With the series and since in general. Chapter, since this is the chapter that brought it up, I can't not hold that against it because what it implies – he's saying it to bluff, but everybody else takes it. Yes. Like um, because like, immediately the next panel is this kid really realizes his situation. Like I, I get it. It's supposed to be implying the other stuff, but, it, but the, the, it's almost treated like, you know what? The kid understands he can fight back, but and then we won't kill him. And that that's how it's treated. Um, and that's a huge problem. But but all the stuff in the bar except for that is pretty good. And then we get to the stuff outside. And while seeing mutter mode from the outside was funny, the rest of it just there. It was just like, well, I guess they had to get there at some point. Um, and then the stuff with the heroes is kind of cool um, until we realize, oh, right. At the beginning of the chapter, we had jumped back in time because this press, press conference happened way before. And they're treating it like, yep, you know, we we did all this so that they would know that we had only really coordinated with the principal and only really talked with the principal. Um, and that was a couple hours ago. So let's go now because they will not be expecting us to be going after them and having all this intel because we did this press conference several hours ago. And we just lied and we said that we'd only talked to the principal. Also, there's the fact that this is where I realized that like two days have passed and they're only starting to talk to Bakugo now. So, uh, well, there was a lot of good this chapter. There was kind of a lot of problems that it brought up that kind of weighed it down. As yes. I said, 7.7. Yes, that's very fair. I'm going with a flat 7, Mark. Uh, I liked it even less than you. Whoa. Uh, and I think, yeah, I agree with kind of like what you were getting at here. Once, once we bring the timeline into things, it gets a bit God, more... I wish we didn't have to say oh, that all the yeah. time. <laughs> that's, our, our catchphrase is... Timelines are bad, and also the anime did it better. I think in some ways we might have an episode title in here, like something referencing the timeline. Yeah, oh boy, oh boy. But yeah, it, the problem with the like, I, and I'll just say before I get into it, before I start my merry rambling for half an hour, um, I do appreciate like I can understand kind of what he's trying to get across while Horikoshi is trying to get across here about like the element of surprise and using the the um interview uh, or the press conference as like a front to uh, cover the heroes actually going in for the raid um but yeah once you bring up the idea of like what's been in what's in the past and what's in the present and what's happening right now and what the villains are watching right now it all just kind of gets messy uh, and then when you kind of think, well, how long has Bakugo been chained up in there? That gets messy. And when things get and they're me- only now starting to talk to him. Yeah, when things get messy, it kind of just kind of makes the whole thing a little awkward. Um, on top of that, yeah, you're right. Like a lot of what this interview is covering, uh, it number one, uh, this guy's been reading the wiki mark because he knows his stuff. My goodness, uh, and it, it, he is kind of uh, overstepping his boundaries. I think I will agree with you. Like I do. I don't think I think it's an interesting point that he's making. Uh, I'm just like like what he's saying is interesting. 
uh, how he is saying it uh, is confusing. Like how he knows this information to be able to say this in the first place. Uh, that's that's what's confusing me. Uh, but kind of the message that he's getting across. And Aizawa's rebuttal. Uh, yeah, Aizawa has a couple of good ones. Like you know, uh, oh the the, oh, the, the, the yeah the worst the case one. scenario. Uh, and also Bakugo, uh, you know, uh, the super villains are pretty much whack if they think that Bakugo is going to crack. Uh, I thought those were pretty decent. Drop the mic moments from uh, those were from from Aizawa. So I, I got respect for his 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 props there. Uh, and also, like for me, the 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 uh, highlight of this chapter once again, like it was in the previous chapter, was the back go, um, the back go scene in the bar. But was like something that you notice, uh, like there's not really much. Okay, what 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 ground gets covered here is pretty much uh, we see a nice bit of tactical. Uh, thinking by Bakugo, which we haven't really seen since the sports fest. It was nice to see him kind of using his brain again and making good points. And then, yes, of course, we have the bit about uh, his permission to fight back, which just kind of raises questions as well. I did like his his use of it, but it does also raise questions for the wider universe. Uh, but then after that, pretty much, we see kind of a new layer from Aizawa, or not Aizawa, from Shigaraki. I thought that was interesting, seeing kind of this more because I, I, I previously the more man child shigaraki might have lost his cool at this stage after his father hand was flicked off him by bago he might have he might have gone crazy and started doing the crumbly wumbly all over the place but you know this is a new shigaraki as we see here uh, and he's a lot more calm and even in that previous discussion that we had in the last chapter mark me and you both pointed out you know he was pretty uh competent in his uh, trying to you know lure lure back go over to the side of evil so i do appreciate this new kind of shigaraki that we're getting so and then we see that he wants to get some power from his boss or from his master all for one so uh we see that there's something going on there but in this next scene particularly with Midori and the gang this really just it feels like it's a placeholder like it's showing okay they are at the location but pretty much everything else is all stuff that we've heard about before we know that Ida is going to stop them if they do anything funny uh, and we know that Midoriya is going to try and think of a plan uh, like it really none of it feels it feels like ground that we've covered before you know what I mean I just feel like they could have handled that scene better uh, or at least maybe just use that page space for something else. Because even at the end, it is nice seeing all the heroes lining up. And we do see a couple of new ones. But again, we've seen all the heroes lining up before. And then the big the big reveal kind of at the end. Uh, oh, you know, it's the press conference. was the, It was our plan all along. Oh, we're going to get them with the element of surprise. Like, once we've realized the whole timing problems it kind of muddies the waters a little bit uh but nevertheless mark you cannot deny that that double page splash with them all busting in and getting ready to raid the joint that is a pretty pretty intense finish to the chapter and pretty pretty hype way like i am uh while this chapter was somewhat underwhelming especially compared to the last one uh the the hype levels going in like it, it, the last two chapters last week finished on a on a high level and so do so does this chapter for this week uh, I think I'm very hyped for the next next week and the next two chapters to come Mark so I did appreciate that it is a very intense and uh, exciting finish but as a whole 
this chapter a little a little weak sauce, a little calm before the storm, as the chapter uh, suggests. And I'm about ready to get to the storm at this stage. I've had my fill of setup, Mark, and I'm ready for the main course. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, flat seven for me. Uh, not not the most impressive chapter, but that is. Uh, that is our two chapters for the evening, Mark. On that note, um, it's been a wild, wild time. But you know what we got to do at the end of the show? Well, Mark, we got to tell all our listeners where they can find us, first of all. Uh, they can find me on Twitter at, at @chalionx. That's at C-H-A-L-I-O-N-X. They can find you at on Twitter at L-J underscore Hollywood. And they can find the podcast on Twitter at Hero Notes Pod. That is correct. And when it comes to the podcast, they can find us in a wide variety of situations where podcasts are played. They can find us on the iTunes, they can find us on the Stitchers, and they can find us on the Podbeans. Uh, and, you know, if you leave a little review, I'm sure that we're sure to check it out eventually. Right, Mark? Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And they can also, speaking about checking out eventually, they can also... Write us up a little email on the... I'm glad that's where you went with that. Uh, well, I don't know what, what you're thinking about, Mark. My goodness. Uh, but the email is, of course, heronotespodcast at gmail.com for all your Hero Notes-related queries. And lastly, but not leastly, Mark, never leastly, uh, we got to tell all the listeners that whatever it is that they find themselves doing in that big bad world that we call life on planet Earth, to go beyond plus ultra style and to make sure to stay tuned to the next episode of Hero Notes. Same hero time. Same hero channel.